My buddy John Bennett and I, we go way back. We both worked here at the radio station where I still work. He met his wife here. You're going to hear all about that. And then his wife, their three lovely children, and him all picked up and moved back east. You're going to get to hear him be a parent for the next hour and try to talk with me. It's all coming up out of the hat. I hit the wrong button. Hang on. All right. I So I just got stood up. It's kind of my fault. I was running late for one. And... Uh, and I figured, why not just call you on the fly and, and see if I could uh, beg slash force you to do it? What do you think? <laughs> we'll try our best. Why don't I hear you? Hello? Are you there? I'm still here. Hey, there you go. Now I hear you. It is beautiful. <laughs> and somebody you know, somebody messed with all my stuff, so I, uh, you weren't coming in loud and clear. Now I hear you like a champ, though. Oh, dulcet <laughs> tones. Huh? Hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's the weekend. You have to be nice to me. I get it. You can't give me I a lecture. I, I All right, all right. Yeah. It's just my dadness in me, you know? I, I, I gotcha. So I wasn't prepared for this. I don't have a specific set of Johnny Walker questions. I mean, I came into work. I was all prepared to podcast. I had the person lined up ready to go. Then I had to have an important conversation with someone else that spilled a little long. And I talked to the other person, and uh, they said, well, hey, can we just do it later tonight? And I said, nay, you go do your stuff now. And and I just figured I'd give my buddy Johnny Walker a call. All right, so let's go with the questions you're going to ask the other person. <laughs> I don't think that will make any sense whatsoever. But I, we could start with this. When's the last time you went to Ikea? Oh, oof, uh, probably... A year and a half ago. Do do they have IKEA back east? Uh, they do in the like the Boston area. So and I'm sure they have a couple where I'm at. Okay, because you're in New Hampshire, like... right? Correct. All right. So, what did you get at IKEA when you went? Uh, so just with the little kids we have, we needed organization. So I had to get um, like those cubbies, mm-hmm. and then like those little. Uh, you put the kid in the cubby? That... I think you're not supposed to do that. Well, no, not the kids. I mean, that's a good idea, but I'm glad I'm not asking you for parental advice. But Have, have you ever seen the, uh, so they're like those plastic bins. They're either the plastic tubs that you can use to store stuff, or like I just put cat food in one of these smaller oh, plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. bins. Have you ever yeah. seen those? Yes. Have you ever seen the pictures on the inside that instruct you not to put a child in there and close the bin? No, I'm sure they're there, but I have not. They are there, and it's hilarious to me. It's like, who would put a child in a small plastic bin and think that that's okay? But apparently, we as a society have to be told this, otherwise uh, we will kill our children. The sad thing is someone had to have had that happen to now have that on there. Yeah, the company was probably sued over it. Well, you didn't tell me I couldn't put my kid in there, and then I killed him. (laughs) Oh, man. Just make sure you have air holes, I guess, huh? I guess, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, 
introduce who you are. Give me the the fifteen second. Hey, hey there. You know, this is who I am, so that uh, everybody knows who they're talking to, and it's not in my words. Uh, who am I? I am a how I. I'll go with how I met you, and then what I am. Well, right how about now. your name so too? That would be a good start. <laughs> John. Uh, John Bennett, I guess it's yeah. been my name since day one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, met uh, Pinky. How I know you? Pinky. How I know you? Call you. me Pinky. Pinky. Come is, on, I'll explain. Which is, which is <laughs> Pinky. Yep. Through the radio station as I worked as an intern, and then uh, moved on because I realized you don't make a lot of money unless you're willing to sacrifice life and soul for them, mm. which I would have. But then I wanted to have a family, mm. and now I'm a high school special education teacher in New Hampshire. There you go. With three children of your own. You got uh, twin I'm boys sorry. and then uh, another yep. one, correct? I have a four-year-old, yep. Hudson, and I have twins that will be two in September. And hopefully Jacob they and are Bright. totally af- take after your wife and not you. <laughs> uh, two do and one takes after me. So mm. we got, you know, mm. we're 66% okay. Which one? Which one takes after you? Jake. He's the bruiser. He's uh, he's going to be our future offensive lineman. He's huge and he just pushes things around. And he's Mr. Personality, but he's also a Daredevil, where he'll jump off of things. I'm sure he'll have four or five broken bones oh, by good. the age of six. So <laughs> one of the two twins takes after you. The other one takes after your wife. That's interesting. Yeah, and I'm sure once the twins oh there's one of them mm-hmm. i'm sure once the twins get older yeah the one that resembles the four-year-old looks a little bit older and is taller the oldest and the one twin will be mistaken for twins hmm. not the actual twins and uh you also met your wife at the same radio station as where you met me <laughs> i suckered her in assuming you're still married there. to her and didn't uh, find somebody else I think she would find someone before I would that's, find someone. That's not an I think. It's 100% true, yes. <laughs> I did meet her at the radio station. Mm-hmm. She was the intern before me who trained me, and I guess I needed a little extra training here and there, and I asked, <laughs> and I somehow hit it off with her, and she was dumb enough to say yes. Yes. We've been married since. What What is she doing back east? I mean, special education teacher, you could do that anywhere. You moved for her, right? Uh, it wasn't all for her. I mean, she grew up out here. She went to school out here up until her junior year of high school. So she lived 16, 17 years out here before Arizona, where she went to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom and sister live out here. And we decided to move out here for closer to cousins and grandma so that we could let our kids at the time when we had twins, we were like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be a lot of work. Uh, mm-hmm. We better figure something out and we moved back there or back here I'm sorry and um, she works for a college out here actually and does I don't know she's from Bigwig out here I, I, I really? her title changes every every time like it's she's, she's a big deal out here I guess so are you just babysitting right now what are you doing uh, you can't babysit your own kids. I'm, I'm fathering right now. So when it's your own kids, it's not babysitting. Uh, you, uh, I, I would, I would still call it babysitting, but you call it whatever you want, Walker. <laughs> it's uh, six o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, so yep. kids are well six o'clock Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are no, oh, there's the older one. Yeah, kids are just playing, waiting for dinner. Where's mom? 
Uh, mom has the other twin. Mm. Hang on, I got a parent right now. Let's see how good it sounds. Oh, I, I want right, to hear this it. on the podcast. Go parent. It's good. <laughs> Let's share, guys. All right. All right. Can you play with just that end? Yeah, he's got the front end of the Mac, but you got the back end. You don't even put a car inside of it. So can we have some play-by-play of what just happened there? What what went down? Uh, yeah, there you go. So crisis averted. Okay. Um, there was some, brother, there was some lack of sharing of a toy, if I'm correct. <laughs> Welcome to children. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you older. understand. I live with a 35 year old child, so oh, I deal so with the good. same thing. So yeah, the older older brother saw what shiny nice toy little brother had and wanted it, mm-hmm. and grabbed it out of his hand and. No, I don't like that. And then you just split, like 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 King Solomon. You know, split him in half. Well, see, I just I deal with my big child, and he, you know, usually whines and complains when he runs out of marijuana. But uh, you know, a, a little a little toy, same kind of thing. I feel you. There you go. It's just something shiny. Get their attention off of it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> wonderful. So, what, what kind of day are we dealing with back east? A little muggy, a little humid. Uh. uh... Compared to you guys, yes. Uh, we probably 70s, 80s, 85 out, and then there's probably 40 to 50% humidity, so it's got a little a little mugginess in the air, but nothing we can't deal with. Yeah, I think we cracked 110 again today out here. Uh, it's true. A dry heat is a lot nicer than a humid heat. I was looking at uh, the big KTAR news app that I have on my phone, of course, and uh, Phoenix nice has plug. broken a record. You're welcome. This podcast is all on my own, but of course I'm still going to plug my employer. Phoenix broke a record <laughs> today for most days in a calendar year with temperatures over 110 degrees. Oh, I guess I moved at the right time, huh? I avoided the heat wave of 2020 and the coronavirus wave of 2020. We've had, well, All right. I'm pretty sure that's hitting you back east, even. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our fair share back, back yeah. in the day. Um, <laughs> no, with the temps, though, we have had one monsoon all year, and they say we may not have any more this year. It has been the wimpiest of all monsoons. <laughs> well, it's been a wimpy winter out here, so I had yeah. two two halacial snowstorms of half an inch or whatever it was, wow. and that was it. Man, it, it, it's global warming. It's real. You know, we're all going to just, uh, the ocean's just going to, you know, be here before you know it. Okay, Al Gore. Oh. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just speaking the truth. Um, so let's let's explain where the pinky name came from. So I have Kelly Popowski now, but before her was the now dearly departed Mr. Pinky, who died when he was, I want to say six, he may have been seven. And he got the sudden onset kidney failure. He was my all-white cat, who I called Pinky. And for some reason, your wife and you both like to call me Pinky. Was it just because of my cat, or did you guys did you guys think that was a, a stupid name for my cat? I know a lot of people didn't like it, and then it became my name. But I loved it. Uh, I think I think the wife, in the, like we so like I I walked around around the studio and I knew who you were. You were you were the guy that shared the um, cubicle with my actual person I was interning under, so I just knew about you, but then my wife... You can say Eric's name. It's fine. Oh, okay. E. Goose. Mm -hmm. Sorensen. My wife went to a different department, and I guess another one of our colleagues. Can I mention him, too, or no? You can mention anybody. It's my podcast. Go ahead. (laughs) 
So Larry uh, Gatos trapped my wife in a predicament by asking, would you ever date a man who named a cat Pinky? And yeah, I remember this. And we didn't know what he was getting at. And my wife didn't at the time, didn't know what she was getting at. So oh, my she wife said no, there. didn't she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without even really fully knowing the Joe Huizinga himself. or oh, You have so many nicknames to us. LB, Lloyd Banks, Pinky. We just steal everybody else's that call you the same. But before we knew you, we we knew the Pinky from Gatos. And that's, oh, you know that Pinky guy. And that's how it stuck, even though it was technically your cat. Oh, it sounds like we have a developing situation here. What What is brewing on the child front? Um, um, I have some Hershey nuggets. Mm. That's what brewed. Mm. And, uh, and they are in demand? Uh, they're fully in stock. Let's, let's go with that. Okay, got it. Um, okay, so how many of my podcasts have you listened to? Because you informed me pretty early on that you uh, didn't just listen. You're one of the few who also enjoys it. I'm an early adopter, huh? Yes, um, you are. I would say I've only missed maybe a handful, so I've probably listened to easily two-thirds of what has been put out to so maybe 80% of what has been put out. Are you going to listen to this one, too? I, uh, it's going to be kind of weird. I don't know. I need to really know, learn more about myself, and I don't really want to hear my voice. But What? Just, just play it for Jody. She'll totally love it. She'll You'll get her in the mood. Uh, I think... I think my voice may have got may have gotten made in the past, but now the screaming baby is over there. No, no good. That, that, that's a that's a big deal. Okay. Like we're so tired at the end of the day. It's just like, hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, going to bed. Good night. That's that's a. We love each other, but we do, we are very tired. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So. <laughs> Gosh, man! If, if if I if I didn't know what love was, I would definitely think that was it. Hey, how are you? Uh, good. I'm going to bed. <laughs> nothing. I mean, nothing. It doesn't sound sexy, but nothing sounds more like amazing other, than that. Yeah, I guess it's, it is. A, we're living the dream, right? Somebody's dream, sure. <laughs> so it's been pretty good. So why do you? This is not meant to have you pick me up or boost me up, but. Why do you listen? What do you enjoy about my podcast that got you listening? So, selfish reason. I mean, again, it lets me go down memory lane, too. And it's when I listen to people that we used to work with or were associated with. Through the podcast, it, it, it lets kind of let me go down Selfish on my part, totally. Because it, it, it's fun to, kind of fun to hear what they're up to these days since I don't reach out as much as I should. Well, it's kind of tough for you to reach out. You're thousands of miles away, and you've got a a big job. You're you're doing the Lord's work, you know, uh, working with uh, school kids, and you're raising three kids of your own. So it's it's tough to reach out. And a big reason that I do this podcast is same reason I I live life. I just like to put smiles on faces, and I like to connect with all of you. And it's tough for me to always sit down and find the time to do that. So I figured, well, why not just have some conversations and pick people's brains and learn more about them? So it's worked out well for me. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's been fun. I, I enjoy hearing the stories that you present. So so what, what does a daily... 
you know, I'm a paid professional. I can't even speak. What What is a day in the life of Johnny Walker? What does it look like for you? Like you get up. Where do the kids go? Because you're going to school and then you come home and you say you're exhausted. So you probably, you know, eat some dinner, play with the kids for a while and then crash. But walk me through a day. Like what is what is a day like for you and what do you get to do that you enjoy other than you know, like, what does free time look like for you? Because I know you, you enjoy being a dad, but we'll dive into that in a minute. Typical day, and we'll go from there. Um, early morning, so we're, we're up at the crack of dawn, uh, getting, getting stuff ready for kids go to daycare out here. They, so, we, so we're preparing last-minute uh, meals and uh, just stuff for school. And then we sneak out. And uh, take them to daycare. Um, school is not fully restarted out here yet, but it, it, on a typical day when school is in session, it's you know normal seven to three. I'm working in the schools, and then I go pick up the kids around three thirty, three forty-five, bring them back home, hang out outside, play some play some toys with them outside or in the basement, just to kind of occupy them. Uh, the, the the crazy dinner routine of babies, high chairs, preparing meals, not knowing what we're going to have that day, but we kind of figured out what's in the cabinets and we prepare the meal and then what will they eat? And then if they, it's just like a, it's just a gamble. And then probably 30, 40 minutes after dinner, we let them run around again, play, wind down, bath. Uh, one last quick little a cup of milk here and there just to calm them down and then they go to bed babies go to bed around 7:38 and the oldest one and babies is not the right term because they're two but the oldest one goes to bed probably 30 minutes to an hour after the twins and so we're probably we're probably off the clock parenting well we're never off the clock but we're we're done doing our routines by 8:39 and then we get some free time and then 9, 30, 10, maybe 11 if we're feeling really crazy. Wow. To go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And then start the process all over again. So oh, what happens, oldest. it's of course a PG podcast, but what happens in the 9.30 to 11 o'clock hour? What are you doing when you are kid-free? Uh, catching up on uh, our shows. So. Oh, what are you watching know, right now? Uh, we're all over the place, so she watches her her reality TV shows that she likes, and I watch what I like. I don't want to incriminate her, so I'll tell you just mine I'm up to. So uh, the one I've been watching religiously for a long time would be The Challenge. Of course, I know you're a big fan of that one. Oh, oh music to my ears. Do you know Egoose <laughs> refuses to watch it? Well, some of us are more, you know, it's a fine taste to some. You know, I understand. It's okay. Uh, other ones, I, without sports, it's been tough. I mean, we're a very sports-driven family, so yes, usually you are. When, there's sport, when there's sports on, we're always watching. It. And I get my uh, Arizona fix here and there, so I still watch all my Arizona teams mm-hmm. when they're on. Um, so you've been watching the bubble, the NBA, since it started back up? I've been watching even hockey, basketball, baseball, which is – been back and then mm-hmm. I've even like well, I got so desperate I was watching hockey or soccer I mean 
Oh, my goodness. You and Giberman both. He would throw that garbage on, and I would wake up in the morning and just complain about it. Like, if it's, like, uh, Olympics or World Cup, I love the soccer. Right. For the most part, though, it is just torture for me to watch it. Like, I just, I feel like it's just slowed down hockey is what soccer is. And you can't hit because they flop, right? Yeah. And... I it, think I didn't need sports that bad that I wanted to watch bad sports. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how crazy I am. I even dabbled in a little Korean baseball. Oh my goodness, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I know. I'm 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 a peach. <laughs> so, what do you think about baseball right now because and excuse me, I'm eating a sandwich as we're doing this cuz I it's lunchtime for me with the intermittent fasting. Um when I flipped baseball on when it was, you know, Yankees-Nationals, that first game, I kind of cringed because the players weren't wearing masks. They were high-fiving, doing all their stuff like usual. The coaches were wearing masks, but they talked about this, like, 100-plus-page rule book and how things were changing with COVID-19. And then you hear, well, the Marlins— you know, 90% of their team has it, not not 90, but like 18 guys got it. Then the Cardinals, a bunch of guys got it. I am not optimistic that they're going to finish the season. And it just feels like the players are not taking the precautions that seriously. And that makes me nervous as a fan because I want baseball to go on. I want to be able to see it. And um, it just feels like the coaches, the managers, the team personnel, like they don't really get it or like they don't care, one or the other. Yeah, I heard a couple teams. I mean, I may, I may be wrong with the teams that kind of got hit hard, but I think the Miami Marlins and St. Louis right. were hit pr- pretty hard where they their series got canceled or postponed. Yeah, postponed, a bunch I, of games. I don't know. Like, when are you going to make them up? And then can you really – like? So, yeah, the bubble's the way to go, but even then, it's, I don't know. Yeah, like, can you really tell a 22-year-old, or I know baseball, they're a lot older because it takes a long time for them to get to the minors, but there's not real precautions, and I agree with you on that, to where it's just, like, every man of themselves, and if they really wanted to, you know, play to win the World Series, you would think they would do everything they could to uh, keep their brothers are safe and like responsible, but I don't know. I mean, if they if they'd rather go out and party or be irresponsible, then it's going to shut down any minute if they keep doing that until they until they can. There's rumors that what they may end up doing at the end of the season, if they get to 60 games, is whatever teams get to 60 games. Okay, they played 60, but then the teams that didn't get there, they're just going to look at the win percentages. So if you've, you know, if you have the win percentage is what's going to matter. It's not necessarily if you got to 60 games or not, but that's fair. <laughs> there's just a lot of asterisks that are going to be involved yeah. as if a 60 game season wasn't bad enough. Now we've got to deal with, uh, with, well, this team played 47 games, but because they won a bigger percentage, they're going to get in like, ugh, just, let's it, just bring, let's just make this super controversial and let's just bring back. Okay, share again. Uh, yeah, I'll share. Hang on. Let's avert that crisis. Uh, you do not sound steroids. like you're doing a very good job of uh, mitigating this crisis here. Uh, welcome to kids. Um, thanks, thanks. When you have kids, come call me. 
try to do a podcast in the middle of parenting and kidding. Um, Look, if you say, if like, you have to uh, parent, you just let me know. I can even let you go. But but I'm loving this because I have plenty of dad questions for you. But but go on, <laughs> go on with what you were saying. It, you'll you'll know what the phone just hangs up. Uh, mm. I had to go. I had to go put my superhero cape on. Mm. Um, what I'm saying is. If you're going to have all these, like, asterisks, like, let's just make it more fun and just <laughs> let's make it, like, beer league almost. Everybody's cracking oh. home runs. Here's here's your steroids. Here's your beer. Let's just have oh, fun, you oh. know? Sure. You just get you get a little shot in the butt. If you get to second base, you get some roids. <laughs> there you go. All right. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I can't say I endorse it, but I'm interested. <laughs> it's not the best idea, but at no, the same it's, time. It's not like, the worst idea. It's entertaining. Yeah. So talk to me about being a dad. What is the best part of it? What is the toughest part? Maybe that's one and the same. Sleep is probably best and worst. Really? Um, Early, well, at first you don't get any sleep at all. Until when? Like when do you start to get sleep? It depends on the parents and how, um, how ready they are to sleep train their kids. Okay. Uh, in other words, sleep train the kids. Because like kids will, once again, I've only been a dad for four years, so I'm not the expert. No, but. no, no, no. You're the expert to me. I love this. This is good. Okay. You have not heard anybody talk parenting on the Out of the Hat podcast. I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> oh, oh no, this is I, anybody listening. This is not. Uh, Th- yes, this. this not, no, no, no. You are not allowed to give disclaimers. No, you are the parent of record for the Out of the Hat podcast. Oh no, people run now. Um, so sleep training, like it, it comes down to kids are going to whine and fuss because they want to be with you. That's fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a point in your time where you're just like, you're 18, you're still whining and fussing. You did you did something wrong as a parent. Oh, okay. So so, <laughs> but uh, where are you at with the four year old? Like, d- does the four year old sleep he's on solid. his own? Yes, he will sleep on his own, and mm-hmm. we can talk to him and say, hey, it's, it's bedtime. Like, yeah. Like, we'll read him a book here or there, and, and we'll say, hey, you know, do you need some juice? Do you need, like, we can talk him through the process, and he's pretty good to where, like, he whines as needed, yeah. but it's not like, we, we, everybody says, you know, the different cries of a kid, yeah. and so, like, we know when a whine and a cry. Oh. So he's good. We, with the oldest one, though, yeah. we, took, we, we took a long time to sleep train because it was our first. Yeah. And the twins, it was just, it was, we went from man to man to a zone defense at that point. So Mm. it was like, how are we going to get through this? So we were like, let's, we're going to let them cry. (laughs) And, and they, crazily, they actually did pretty well. Like they still, we still have moments here and there where they, you know, whine and cry, but, and I'm the sucker. I'm the one, if I hear any whimper, I run in there and, oh, are you okay? But. I'm also the one that it's the light sleeper. Well, I always said Jody was the smarter one. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. Um, the oldest one, we we took forever. I'd say eight months. And but the twins, is, is she four, really the smarter months. one, Walker? Uh, again, she her, she, so she wound up with smart. you, so you kind of <laughs> outfoxed her in the end. I, well, maybe we we'll see. It's it's not a, the story's not done yet. But yes, I am smart for marrying her. I'm, I'm optimistic. I think you've done pretty well for yourself. They, so, my kids are still alive. We're so good. three kids, two adults, 
w- was this the plan all along? Are there more on the way? Like what? <laughs> uh, so I was, so kids were always in, were always a plan. Yeah. The number, the number of kids were, were kind of just up in the air. I mean, cause you come from a big family, don't you? Well, I have, so there's five. So parent, mom, dad, still married, and then two sisters, and then myself. Okay. So yeah, that's big to I, me. I mean, it was mom, dad, me, and my family. Yep. Okay. And Jody's the same. She has mom, dad, and three a sister and a brother and her. So yeah, five. So are you going to so, tap out of five? Oh, uh, I tapped out a long time ago. Uh, I was expecting four. Oh. And then we got we got uh, surprised with with number four and five together. Yes. And so that was a fun moment. To where well, we the, were. the Lord has his ways. <laughs> yeah, and people say, like, the Lord gives the people that can handle it twins. And Correct. Like, oh, well, he, he missed that filing. <laughs> uh, but, I'm, but I'm handling it. Um, you are. I'm thing. When, I, when we went in for just, like, uh, baby checkups of, like, measurements and, like, seeing how mom is doing and how babies are doing. Yeah. I, done, I, I have done it with number one. I was just like, all right, this is not a big deal. She sits on the table. She does all the work, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I sure. sit there and just go, hey, good job. You do nothing like usual, correct. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to fatherhood, right? Yes. And um, so we're doing it the second time around. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm, I called. I, I took a, a lunch break, like an extended lunch break from work one day. And I said, I'll be right back. And I go into the office and... Me and Jody are just sitting there, just you know, doing our thing. We're like, all right, this will take 30 minutes at the most. And uh, the nurse takes Jody and I back to the room, to like the ultrasound room. Yeah. And uh, she starts measuring the first time, does the, the, the heartbeat and all that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. Good. Everything's, everything's looking good. Uh, the nurse does it again, and I'm like, oh, she's just, you know, twice to be like, measured twice to make sure it's right, right? <laughs> and and a joke was brought up like, oh, there's only one in there, right? The nurse goes, um, actually, there's two. Mm. And, and me and Jody, like, I, my mouth, my jaw hit the floor, and I was just like, what? Did you think about selling oh, no. one? Saying what? Did you think about selling one of them? <laughs> oh, I, had, I did ask the doctor, will one eat the other? But oh, oh that's a good well. question, too. <laughs> that didn't go over well. Uh, the doctor actually laughed because she had twins, and she was like, you'll be fine. Just take it one day at a time. And her husband didn't ask that question, but acted the, acted the same way as I did. was just complete shock because hmm. it was all natural. None of our family members have had twins. We were the first ones to do it, and just out of the blue. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, been good. Though, like, so you're going to tap you, out at three, you think? I think, um, I think I'm pretty much, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I, I think she's tapped out too. Like, we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when is the last time you two had like a date night where you actually had like more than from 9.30 to 11 o'clock on your own, where you two actually got to go out or maybe stay in and just do stuff and the kids were somewhere else? We've had partial date nights where, like, Grandma will come and take one mm-hmm. or two kids, and then we'll still have one. So that's, like I said, that's a partial date night because it is, 
you go from three to two or three to one, mm-hmm. holy cow, it's so much easier. <laughs> but like a traditional date night where it's just been me and her, I don't quote me on this, but I think the last one was maybe November last year. But you also got to remember coronavirus too, you know? Correct. Correct. So, I mean, we could do in-home daycare or not daycare, in-home date night where we have someone take them. But Are you looking forward to the point where the four-year-old – you know, just babysits the other two when he's like 12 or 14 and you just leave him in charge. Uh, I have three boys. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. I, oh, boy. Maybe you could work a trade. Maybe you could work a trade where you trade the oldest away for a girl and then you have a, a girl with the two boys. You could play GM, parental GM. Uh, Is that allowed? Uh, I, I think that's a bad trade for me. I'm sure mm. girls are great, but I hear... Boys are harder early on, but easier as they get older. Whereas okay. girls are easier early on and harder when they're. Old. I, I I would not be a good girl dad with uh, dating. Gotcha. I would love my girls just as much as my boys, but I I, I can't. So there's. I know how I was as a boy dating girls. No, I don't want to be the one with the daughter. So there's no chance we're going to talk you into keep trying until you have a girl. I would end up with like nine boys. Before there you go. Ten. You no, could have no, a baseball no, no. team. That's amazing. <laughs> the Bennetts. Uh, yeah, and we may be able to beat the Diamondbacks, too. But uh, I don't know if that's a possibility. <laughs> so what are the—so you said sleep, that sleep is both you know the best when you get it and the worst because you don't get a lot of it. Correct. Um, and then other good things, like I probably sound like an awful person and every other parent's going to be like, no. sleep was your number one. Buddy, do you understand but, uh, that I have dozens of listeners? So first off, um, <laughs> no. Uh, second off, I am learning a lot about being a parent right now, and okay. and I, you know, I I don't have any kids of my own. I would love kids one day. I, I would love it if Jody and you moved back here. I mean, we make a great J squad. Yeah, Joe, Jody, and Joe. Hey, Correct. Hey, I never thought of that. There you go. I just came up with that just now. And uh, you, you can have the kids around. And I can. I love the Instagram videos. I think Jody's wow. usually putting those up. And your boys, yeah. man, they just seem like they could all just be professional wrestlers, too, with, with the way that they just laugh at each other. One might hit yep. another one and then have a giggle. It's very amusing oh. to me. Yeah, that is that is Jody's expertise, and uh, yeah, they are they are they are fun. So. Dude, a lot of people post stuff of their kid that that I'm just like, no, this is stupid. I'm not here for this. But the well, content we'll that Jody and you put up is like a plus. I love it. <laughs> it's a, it's parenting 101 to figure it out. If you can't laugh at us, then I don't know what you can laugh at. Correct. Um. Yeah, I mean. So other good I, things. That, so other than sleep. Like seeing them do things for the first time. Yeah. Talk, walk, uh, run, jump, throw a ball, hit a ball with a baseball bat. Those are great times where you're like, oh, do you remember this? And then the crazy thing with like social media, like they give you memories. Mm-hmm. And so, like, going back to those memories and like seeing that, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? But <laughs> so seeing those milestones is great. Um,. I can they give you some, some fun pinky trivia that I'm sure you don't know. Okay, go for it. My first word ever as a child was ball. Oh, no. Ball. 
Oh, that's good. It's better it, than some kids I've heard. It was proof that I was going to either be an athlete or that uh, I had some sort of fixation with myself. But I, I think okay. it was athlete, though. I hope so. I hope yes. so. Um, um, what, what were your kids' first words? What do you got? Uh, mama, Dada is usually like the, like, yeah, I think Mama, Dada was okay. one of the first ones. Okay, that's good. Uh, no swear words were the first one, which is good, so I'm doing something good as a parent. All right. But that doesn't, doesn't mean it wasn't like number 100, though. Mm. Um. I don't know, like like watching the twins, it's so much it is nice to kinda of watch the twins because they both they're individuals so they do things differently at different times. And if you had them staggered, I don't think you would see the changes as much as you do when you have two of the same age. So it's stressful because you're like, Well, why is one doing this and the other one isn't? But at the same time it also gives you the ability to go, Oh, okay. You know, Jody and you really right. are missing out because you, you had the opportunity here to, like, do a movie. Did you ever see the movie uh, Three Identical Strangers? No. You should rent old it. when you, It's, uh, like, two-ish years old. It was a documentary. It won a bunch of awards. When when you have some alone time, give it a watch. And, I mean, Jody and you could have done some amazing evil things with your twin boys that uh, happened to these uh to these triplets and uh evil huh not well i mean i'll I'll give you a spoiler alert the synopsis here is that these triplets were uh born and then the adoption agency parted them out and never told them that they had siblings and years later when they were in college they discovered that they were triplets and, oh, cool. and they learn about each other. So think about it. If you could, you know, separate your twins and you could say, you could have like your own little science experiment. Uh, if anybody that works for Child Protective Services, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. You're not doing that. Uh, no. Okay. That sounds like a good movie. It, it is a really I, good movie. I recommend it highly. Do you want some random trivia about me? Of course. A hundred percent. So just movie synopsis kind of just... Reminded me that you may not know this, yeah, but uh, I'm adopted. So I did know that. I did know that. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, never mind. Not random trivia. Just no doubt, Johnny Walker. No, see, so. here's here's I, I've learned that because I've I've start to get around parents with work. Like our younger generation of workers is now going off and having kids, and some of them come back to work. And I've learned about the mom brain and the dad brain. And I think you definitely suffer from dad brain because. Uh, I mean, you've got three kids on your hands. That's a lot of work. Whereas I, man, it just makes me seem super smart because I don't have to deal with kids. And I just go home and read and nerd out and watch sports. And it's just when when I get quiet time, that actually means it's totally silent. And uh, no, I did know that uh, that you were adopted. Okay. Well, now the whole world knows. Um how do you explain dad brain before I had kids, though? Because I was not always the sharpest tack in the drawer. <laughs> um, yeah, you were probably just dropped on your head at some point. <laughs> probably a lot of other things, too, but yeah. oh well. But, I mean, again, I live with Gibberman now, so, I mean, I, I live with a moron. So, it's it's you're not, you're not at his level. You're just, uh, you know, you have made the most out of your life. You've certainly married up. <laughs> 
You've got three kids. Okay. No, you're okay. doing you're doing incredible. Yeah, I, this was not to fish for compliments, but thank you. Well, no, you married <laughs> up. You uh, outkicked your coverage in the best way possible, oh, and uh, I, and I'm your friend. I mean, I don't know what that says yeah, about there, you, there but you go. There but you go. you're, you're yeah. a pretty good guy. I know the pinkster. There we go. We're you, good. You do. And uh, you were willing to come on with me and do a podcast last minute. And you and I talked about this a week or so ago. And to be fair, you were very interested. But you said, you know, we need to find a time when I can get away from the kids. And I said, you know what? I don't care about that. I'm just going to hit you up. Yeah. Well, this was a kind of a bad. We have a, we have a um, demolition derby going on in my lodger room. And I'm. Just making sure no one breaks the bones. Have um, any of them broken bones yet? Not yet, but uh, I I hope never. But yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Let's be realistic. Uh, they they yeah. probably will. Maybe. Um, my numbers go up every time I have a kid. Uh, what I was gonna say though, this week is still stressful and crazy for me. But yeah, I'm glad I was able to pull it in and help you out. We'll see. What I've learned is. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And, uh, you know, you were like a trooper. As soon as you picked up the phone, A, it sounded like you had a heart attack when I called, but you did pick right up. calling me? (laughs) But you picked right up, and you were, you know, it wasn't like you sounded excited. It more so sounded like you'd seen a ghost, and you're like, hello? And I was like, I've got him. My phone phone never rings other than, like, Jody calling. Uh, Did you forget the milk? But I didn't see Jody's name pop up, so I'm good. So, what what is for dinner tonight? Do you have any ideas? Uh, we have some friends in town coming coming up tonight, and um, mm-hmm. they're from Arizona actually, and oh. they've never um, experienced New England, so they wanted New England cuisine. Mm. So we were going to do. We sent them off to the north end of Boston today, so they could get you know like real good food and you know see Boston and go see the Freedom Trail. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do New England pizza, because I guess that's uh, Italian food is what they're known for up here, or, or seafood. Hmm. Okay. Seafood, so. I know. Obviously, the New England clam chowder is a big deal. Yep. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Sorry. No, no, no. What's going down? What do we got? Uh, a little hide-and-seek. Uh, oh. Uh, Hudson, four-year-old, is uh, yep. playing, actually, politely with hmm. two-year-old Jake, hmm. the bruiser. Hmm. Um, yeah, so pizza, I mean... I guess it's a big deal up here. So but, do they uh, have kids as well? No kids. Um, they they were smart, I guess, and uh, <laughs> taking their time. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, do you have anything that you want to bring up with me? Uh, do I have anything I want to bring up? Uh, questions. So, like, yeah. So, uh, like, listening to some of your podcasts, sure. I go back and I and I try to relate to. You did claim that you um, thought I was flirting with one of my guests in one, where yeah. I definitely was not. But go, go <laughs> but on, go on. Maybe, maybe, like you said, maybe I was hoping you were. Uh, <laughs> the other one that that was the uh, Luke one. Yeah. Like going back, going back to like. Jeez, Louise, I'm sorry. No, going back to no, the no do, do not apologize. Kind of, I I love it. Well, but like just kind of re- reminiscing about like how. What I look at, how ASU has changed yeah. from when I was there to yeah. where it is now to where yeah. it's not the same thing at all. It's bigger. It's crazier. It's yep. downtown Phoenix instead of Tempe. Do you think you would have uh, went to ASU now if uh, if you were uh, a 17-year-old getting ready for college? 
Uh, this, I didn't have an option, actually. This, this is going to incriminate me. Uh, when I, <laughs> when I graduated high school, I didn't have, you know, a, uh, stellar GPA. So I had to, I had to work my way into college. So I had to go to the community college route and then whatever college would accept me or take my money, I had to go with. But yeah, like if, if I was a stellar, if I was a stellar student and had, you know, picking of anything I wanted, ASU was a good like I enjoyed my time at ASU. I wish I would have lived on campus though, instead of because at my time I'm a, I'm like I'm gonna steal one of your terms. I'm a geezer millennial, yes. and that's when uh, online school was just starting out. And so I was like, "This is great. I can go to school, but do it anytime I want." But I missed out on a lot of like the culture and the the co-ed shenanigans. <laughs> well, no, I didn't miss out on that. I, I still found my way down there, but uh. <laughs> the uh, shenanigans. I was just, you know, like living in the dorms, uh, figuring out should I spend my money on lunch or should I buy something that, you know, is beneficial for me. It's for school, like a calculator. But no, <laughs> I, I lived at home and did it all online. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I definitely want to get Luke back on. Him and I, him and I have a billion stories that we could tell about. You know, time at the campus radio station, stuff like that. And here's where I will tip my cap to Luke is his memory. Oh, I hear tears. Is everything okay? That's laughter. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I thought it it was tears at first and I just had to check, but laughter. Um, (laughs) He has a much better memory. Like he can remember things years down the road. I kind of have the dad brain where there's not a lot of memories that I have from like Years ago in radio, there's a few, but like Luke can bring them up, and once he jogs my memory, then I can usually fill go. in the details of the story. I'm like I'm like you. I, yeah. I had dad brain before I had kids. Like People I just brought stuff up, and I didn't remember a single thing. Yeah, I mean, I busy myself with all sorts of stuff each day. I can't remember all this stuff that You're happened not. years ago. I mean, You're a popular guy. You have too many other things to worry about other than memories, right? <laughs> Johnny Walker, I'm stuck in middle management. I mean, I have a lot on my brain. There's hey, a, what's better than middle management? Um, upper management? <laughs> well, okay, but at least you have a job. Oh, here we go. Tears. Nice. Uh-oh. What, here we what, go. what caused but, these tears? I I don't... Typical parent. Don't know. Hmm. Oh, oh, now they're screaming. Um, no, soothing. Uh-huh. Now we've got laughter. We're good. Okay. You got, you got, all, you got all three emotions. Tears, <laughs> fright, anger, and happiness. That's amazing. Um, I'm dad of the year right now, right? No doubt. Uh, you, you took him from tears to screaming to jubilant in like five seconds. He's like a yeah. sports car. I'll, t- I'll tell you the secret. Mom walked downstairs and he saw mom, so he got happy. Oh, does mom know who's on the phone right now? Mom, do you know who's on the phone right now? She does. Oh, okay. All right. Um, we won't busy her with this. This is stupid boys talk right now. We won't, oh, boys talk. Okay. We, we won't make her come over and participate, though. She she may be open to a different podcast. Of course. Uh, now, can you give me any insider information? You had tipped your hand the other day that at some point you could be headed westward once again. Oh, is, now is, you're going to get me in trouble. No, see, um, I, I'm not looking to do that. Is is there anything that you can say right now with the wife within earshot that would not get you in trouble? Not the wife I'm scared of. Oh, who are you afraid of? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
wife's work. family? Like, what can you know? Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. yes. Okay. And uh, work. and uh, oh, Work? The wife's work? Yeah. No. Your work? <laughs> how, how am I going to do that from from there to here without when I'm expected to be in there? You know what I mean? Well, you would come out here and you would do the same job out here, just not out there. But so teaching is contractual. So every yeah. year you have to sign a contract. Uh-huh. So uh, and year, you, year runs it, up and bye-bye. Potentially, but then if you break your contract in the middle of the year, you potentially could pay a fine. And we covered a story on that out here because uh, a teacher is actually being sued for two grand for breaking their contract. And if it only takes two grand to get you back in Arizona, I'm willing to pay the fine. Oh, I'll just put it on record now. All right. Middle management Joe, two grand fine going his way. If, if it's only two grand, I'll pay the fine to get you back out here, Walker. I miss you that much. <laughs> All right. But does that mean I have to do Chipotle Wednesdays with you? Or, or no, not Wednesdays, Chipotle Thursdays, because you already have Wednesdays, Wednesdays uh, wrapped up. Um, so <laughs> I, I have been very good. Um, oh. I, do, I've, I'm sure you know because you've listened to most of the podcasts. Um, skinny Joe now, right? Not skinny. I'm still north of 2 hundo, but I'm closing in on 2 hundo. And yeah. I, I'm going for 175. And uh, oh, you're going to be skinnier than me. Uh oh. I'm getting there, buddy. I I try very hard, and I get a little emotional when I think too much about it. But um, don't think about it. Just do it, baby. Congratulations. I am. I am that's, that's, that's a huge feat. Even just losing. I I do five have ten pounds. I do have to say to you, not thinking about it and just doing it is what got you in trouble. That's how you wound up with three kids. So, well, uh-huh. other things, other things played part in that too, like alcohol. Uh-huh. Um, no, so I, uh, yeah, you know, I'm working hard, really hard at uh, losing the weight, and I'm going to do marathon number two in February. And oh, I'm um, jealous. I'm and jealous. I'm, I'm working hard to continue to lose the weight, and it just. Uh, you know, who knew that week by week, if I just was not a human trash compactor, I could lose weight. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's crazy. But like I said, congratulations. I mean, I wish I had that willpower. But right now it's like, how do I keep the kids alive, right? <laughs> Dude, I didn't have this willpower for 37 years and I didn't have any kids. I just, uh, you know, I I just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate. And now, uh, now I'm finally figuring it out that... Uh, Man, I can feel like I'm 25, even though I'm 38, and uh, just eat less, move more. That's, yeah, man, that sounds good. Maybe I need to maybe I need to hit you up for a little diet details and I'm, figure out how I can do it. I am happy to share, and you know, it hasn't been that bad. It's just been a lot of work. We'll see if I have that in me. <laughs> like I said, nine o'clock rolls around, and I'm ready to go to bed. But yeah, I mean, you know I what? feel like be good. I feel like you do a lot of work already because I mean, you're raising three kids. Like you I said, you're employing the zone defense. You know, you just got Jody and you taking on twins and a four-year-old. No, and, no, no. We have other family up here that help too. It's not just us, but yeah, it's, oh, it's fun. It 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 seems like I mean t- today when I was on the phone with you, it seemed like it was just you. Well, I mean, so the secret is we have a basement. Yeah. And so when times get crazy, we, we ship them down to the basement, and uh-huh. one of us decides which one's going to go down to the basement because that means uh, that becomes, you know, crisis management mm-hmm. in the basement because there's 
all the fun stuff's down in the basement. Because when people come over, we don't have to clean the basement. We can put all their toys down there and just say, have at it. And no one really knows what it looks like. But that also now has all the shiny toys down there that everybody wants. And uh, so she was upstairs with the other twin and probably preparing. She's probably doing 10 times more work than I was. But and you I, were doing the two-on-one. Yeah, but the four-year-old's not that bad because he listens and and can kind of follow instructions at times. Dude, I, in all seriousness, I am 100% uh, envious. And, uh, uh, oh, 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 two down. All right. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what the right word would be, but, like, I have to tip my kid. Oh, my goodness, we have tears. No, we're good. What happened? A little collision. Oh. We had, we had them running on opposite ways, and I guess they figured out, oh. what is it, uh, Newton's uh, Law? <laughs> I don't know which law, but, you know, I should know this since I'm a teacher. But. What is in motion will stay in motion until it's uh, disrupted? Go. Yeah. Look at how smart you are, dude. Uh, See, you don't have dad brain. You, you're, you're good. But, um, but, yeah, they just bounce no, off each other. So I we're to, good. I have to tip my cap to you because you're raising... Three boys with just the two of you. And I know there's other family involved, but it seems like a, a Herculean effort to me with, you know, like you said, a lot of mo- emotion. And in 10 seconds, I heard tears, I heard screaming, and then I heard joy. And, you know, it reminds me of working with my producers, but even they don't go through that many emotions in 10 seconds. Watch out. Well, you haven't even heard mom and dad, because mom and dad do the same thing, too, when they're all in bed. We, we do the... Crying, tears, and mm. screaming, and laughter all in ten seconds. Also, but you got to remember, you said yourself, I married up. So you did. It's not. It's not me. So mom, mom has taken the burden and taught me how to be a better father and husband. So mm. it's not just me. It's a team effort. So at some point here, I will reach back out when uh, when you and I can just have some quiet time, and you don't have to play the. Uh, the two-on-one D. I feel as <laughs> but, though I kind of cheated today and just grabbed all this time from you that, that you didn't really want to give up, but you've been a good sport, and I will forever appreciate that. Uh, no problem. This is probably going to go down as one of the best or worst podcasts based upon the background noise, but hopefully it goes down good. Well, most of my podcasts usually are kind of both. They're both the best and the worst. <laughs> okay. I'm usually so, eating I'm or hanging out and just you know doing my thing. And Did you hear the one with Gibberman yet? Yeah, oh, that was, uh, I, I learned a lot. It was like uh, my, it was like going back to school just for marijuana. It was great. Well, there was no plan <laughs> to put him on that day. It just kind of happened, and he uh, he rolled with the punches. But, hey. uh, you know, he, he was a good sport about it. But I don't like asking him for too many favors because then he gets cocky and feels like he's actually got self-worth. <laughs> uh, I, the, my favorite memory of Giverman. Yeah. It was just always that guy that guy did everything and anything and it was like I thought everyone got fired, but he'll always just show back up and come back in for work. But no. he was a, he's he he's was gone good. for good now. Well you got you finally got rid of him, huh? We purged him a few years ago. Yep. He He just got too expensive for you, huh? N- no, he purged himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. He was cool. He was, I thought he was you nice didn't too. like him. I thought you got in feuds with him. No, Gibberman was my boy. I mean, we we would talk basketball together. Yes. I didn't like Michigan, and I still don't like Michigan. But, hmm. but you like Michigan State. 
Yeah, because everybody likes Michigan or Ohio State. So you have to, at the time back in my day when I chose my allegiance, which I've never been to Michigan, I have no, I don't, I don't like the Lakers. So I don't like Magic Johnson. I respect him, but there was no like real reason other than every one of my friends was either Ohio State, and since I had always been an ASU fan, that Rose Bowl set me up for never liking Ohio State again. And and, and why everybody not liked Michigan. Michigan. Because it was just like the easy pick back in the day. Yeah. Like late 90s, Michigan State, you know, they, they were decent. You should ask like, Jody oh, about making the easy pick. She did, and it worked out. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm such an easy pick, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you're talking about Tom. <laughs> no. Oh, you're talking about me. Wow, that was actually a compliment. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I had Tom Brady with her. No. That's the easy pick for her. No. Well, no, I mean, you know, Michigan is the easy pick, and it worked uh, out pretty well. Yeah, you always bring it back to Michigan. I see yeah. how it is. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Ann Arbor, and, uh, you know, I've I've always liked Michigan. I wouldn't sell my soul and root for Ohio State or, uh, you know, drink pond water and root for the Spartans. <laughs> well, I just wanted to be different back in the day, and, yeah, I was always the underdog. Now, it paid, it paid off decently for me. The football team decent, and Tom Izzo, he's a— He's a legend. Yeah, your Come football on. team's on another new head coach this year. I, but... I know, I saw that, and I was waiting for the, I was waiting for someone to pick him up, Antonio, and uh, <laughs> do the right move. But didn't they get caught for doing something shady, or he just left because he knew something? No, I think he just left because he he didn't want to go through another mediocre year, and I think he was kind of pushed <laughs> out too. I got you. I got you. But Izzo, I'll give it up to you. He's he's the cream of the crop in hoops. He's good, right? Yeah, he's good. All he's right. great. And then at the time, it was really easy to watch Michigan State basketball because ASU forever, up until recently, had not gone to a tournament. And I need a little rooting interest in a team. So every March, Michigan State was my team. Mm-hmm. It's probably the easy pick because, of course, no doubt they're good. I mean, Mateen, Mateen Cleese or whatever back in 2000, Mm-hmm. That was my that was like my childhood goal, just watching that and growing up and watching that. So I was just like, it's just stays away all the way because once again, I know the boys down south are a good basketball program, and then you can watch them in the March. But I'm but yeah, I'm not gonna root for U of A. So it was like a. it was like ASU was you know my team, but yes. Michigan State was my uh, my dark horse during was March. Your team with a chance. Yeah, not the dark horse, I guess, but yeah, my team with a chance. Do you have anything else you want to bring up before we say bye-bye? Uh, no, it sounds like you're trying to get rid of me because now you've gone through all your content, so sorry. But dude, I didn't, I, dude, I truly didn't have any content. I just sat down oh, with you and we just started going. Podcast running 101. I love it. I, I, I do this with most people. They, they ask me all the time. They're like, hey, well, what do you want to talk about? And I tell them, I don't know. We'll figure, out, uh, we'll figure it out as we go here. And you and I figured it out for almost an hour, and... No, I mean, I'm always open to whatever the other person talks about. That's what I truly enjoy more. I just like picking your brain. I got 58 minutes of insight into being a dad, which was pretty cool. <laughs> Once again, I'm not the end. I'll be all, but have no, fun I, with that. <laughs> I loved it. I okay, would good. not want to hear from any other father. Right, right. Okay. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank you. What do you mean, thank you, what, guys? It's just well, me. All the listeners... Oh, sorry. I forgot. You are the big deal. Sorry. No, there's there's like, dude, my last episode had six listeners. I have had yeah, some. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> I have had some that have had, you know, 40 or 50, but so I don't let's know. let's make that one this one. I, 
So well, then we can come back and make this a reoccurring event. You're going to need to give it a, to bump up the numbers. a big like and retweet and tell all of Jody's family to listen in. Oh, the Twitter. I don't know if I'm old. I think I'm too old for the Twitter. Really? No, I'll do it. Don't worry. I got you. I'll figure out a way. Okay. I'll tell Jody to tell the family and all the New England to listen and we'll bump your numbers up. Don't worry. I did, got you. did you say anything incriminating, though, that you don't want her family to hear? Uh, you technically said it, so no, I did not. Oh, okay. I, I didn't really even say it. I just asked if there was a preview that you could give me, because... Yeah, but the, you, you you brought them in, not me. So well, look, good. I mean, I just want you back in my life. I, I know we had some lovely dinners together, and you would pick me up from anywhere and get me home at times, and you're just a good human being. I miss you. Oh, thank you, my friend. I miss you guys, or you guys. I miss you, too. You guys meeting, like, all of our boys and friends in the radio station, but I miss you, too. And I would happily just bring you along to a Wednesday meal or, you know, you could sit there and watch me eat like lima beans on Thursday like I eat now. So I don't know if uh, Sorensen would appreciate that, but he, he never know. He, again, he thinks he gets a vote. And yes, he is a founding father. But if I choose to bring you along, he just has to live with that. Oh, OK. Well, you overruled him. Hey, have you gone on his, one of his dates yet while well, he's like on a Wednesday? No. Please tell me you have. No, he hasn't, oh, that, he hasn't had him. And I want to do that, but he gets very uppity about that. He tells me I can't do that. Well, just figure it out, dude. That would be the best. And I hope, like, you you do some, like, quick little video snippet so that we can get a, a little... Now, that, that would be... See, that would just be cruel to him because he already doesn't <laughs> want me to do it. And then if I, I bust out a video, that just seems like it would be wrong. Oh, okay. A picture then. But yeah, I, that, that was the best part. I was like, oh, Joe, you are, you are my favorite right now. I hope you do this. I'll see what I can do. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your New England dinner. <laughs> yeah, yum. Um... <laughs> I'd be open for another one anytime, free time, or maybe I can get Jody to jump on with you. This was this was fun. I enjoyed it. Dude, any anytime you want, just hit me up and say, "Hey, gonna have free time, you know, X Y Z," and I'll try to make it happen. The tough part okay, is, okay. is that uh, you know we're three hours different, but uh, we'll we can figure it out. I am committing to trying to make this work. Okay, sounds good. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.